Welcome to season three of Our Golden Twenties. My name is Tegan. I'm joined by my cat Maud, if you hear her, and my co-host Sadie. <laughs> and Hello. Yeah, this is our very first episode of our third year of recording this podcast. Haven't missed a week. We've been yeah. there every single Tuesday and yeah. It's pretty crazy. It is so crazy. I feel like it doesn't feel like it's been that long. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it is worth noting that we definitely were a pan or we are a pandemic podcast. So it's like there's no concept of time through the pandemic. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know. It feels like a long time, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I guess, I guess that much time has gone by. I don't know. Yeah, there are certain parts of it, like, I, the time before having a podcast seems, like, really far away, and yet all of the episodes, if I'm thinking about the contents of the episodes, seem really, I don't know, close to me, or, like, we could have recorded episodes, like, a month ago, but thinking about true. not doing it every Tuesday or every week rather feels like a really long time ago. And even like, I remember us talking about the podcast and kind of like brainstorming ideas. And that seems, I don't know, like a very long time ago to me. Yeah, definitely. And even thinking of like how many different things we've talked about on the episode or in on the yeah. podcast in different episodes I'm like okay yeah we have to have a lot of episodes out there because we've covered it feels like everything but yet here we are a whole new season with even more yeah. things to talk about because we just can't we just can't get enough and we're so glad you guys continue to listen in because apparently you can't get enough either <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah awesome well, I feel like typically when we launch a new season, it's all about getting to know us because I feel like in you obviously know us if you listen in every week, we share our perspectives and like little life updates here and there, mm-hmm. but we don't really talk about ourselves that much. So it's always fun yeah. just to take a break from a deep dive into a specific topic and just have a fun little girls night, girls morning, whenever you're listening to this. Maybe it's not even girls. Maybe, you know, maybe I'm being exclusionary in my terms here, but just a little hangout to get to know each mm-hmm. other. So that's what we're going to do today. Yeah, I'm excited. I think, I don't know, where do you want to start this episode? Wherever you think, we can maybe just start by talking about the podcast, maybe reflecting. Mm -hmm. We love a good reflection, a little good, Mm -hmm. like, goal-setting moment. So maybe we can start there. Yeah, that sounds good to me. So I think when we started this podcast in February of 2021... Our intention was to sort of help people navigate through their 20s and through the 2020s. And when we were kind of coming up with this idea, this was, at least in Canada, 
very much still peak pandemic. Like we were in a lockdown when we were coming up with these ideas. It was all virtual. And so it was like, I feel like people need, I don't know, a fresh perspective, need a positive voice. And Mm -hmm. at least for me, I also felt like I need a creative outlet that's not just me. I don't know, thinking about how much it sucks to live in the 2020s and how my 20s suck. And yeah, yeah, so I think that that was kind of the part where we started at and where our intentions were. And we were trying to sort of like create a community, empower people to live their best life, that sort of thing. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like the community piece was big for me because Mm -hmm. I was living alone in lockdowns and it was just very... Like, I don't know. Yes, it was a creative outlet for me, but I was actually listening back to our first episode, which is so cringy to listen to. But at the same time, (laughs) I said how I was looking forward to recording so much because it was just like my weekly standing like check-in with Tegan where I knew we would chat every single week. And it just like brought me so much joy to have that almost like standing appointment in my social calendar when I was just by myself at home. So it was like a huge sense of connection and community for me. And I remember Mm -hmm. us saying how there was probably a lot of people in a similar boat to me through the pandemic. So we were just really wanting to connect with you guys and of course empower you to live your best life when it felt like the world was ending or you were maybe going through an identity crisis, which I think we're going to get into a little bit of, you know, how we've personally changed over these past two years and an identity crisis is maybe an understatement (laughs) of what I feel like (laughs) I've gone through the past two years. Mm -hmm. But I think it was just, you know, us showing up here for ourselves, um, for each other and for you guys as well, just to help everybody get through that and just kind of bond over how much life sucks sometimes, but also how great it can be all in the same breath. Yeah, 100%. I think maybe we can start with sort of talking about how we've changed since the beginning of the podcast, because I kind of, sometimes I picture someone's just discovered our podcast and they're like, well, I'll listen to the first episode and see what's up. And they listen. And yeah. Like, oh, okay. Then they're like, oh, I see like this episode they uploaded three weeks ago. I really want to listen. And I'm curious if that person would hear a change in us because yeah, it like a lot of change has happened. Like a lot of yeah. like shit's gone down good and bad. So yeah, that's so funny you say that because listening back, I can hear a difference in us, but I don't know if you as a listener, like listening to like season one and now in season three, like if you could actually hear a difference. And I always think that too. I'm always like, it kind of is unfortunate if people go to our first ever episode and listen to us then versus now, because even just in our conversation and I don't know, I feel we're just well, we have two years of experience doing this now where it just feels more natural and sounds a lot more natural. And I don't know, just me personally, I feel way more confident in having a podcast where before I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. This is so silly. I'm so giggly. (laughs) Where now I'm like, guys, listen up. These are the cold, cold, hard facts. (laughs) 
so funny. Yeah. Well, Tag, yeah, on that like... note, yeah, do you maybe want to talk to us about how you feel like you've changed over these past two years? What's been going on behind the scenes in your yeah. life that maybe people don't really pick up on on a week-to-week basis and just, I guess, a reflection of the podcast or the last two years for you? Yeah, definitely. Well, like I said, when we started this pandemic, we were still in a, this pandemic, oh my God, this podcast, we were in a (laughs) pandemic. And so we were still in a lockdown, at least in Toronto, where we had very long lockdowns. And so that was like a whole thing, even just the difference in, I don't know, the world in the last two years has been kind of crazy. And yeah, like I, our, we didn't record an episode in person for like six months or something crazy. I was just going to say, like, we started this podcast in like February. We started planning it in January, actually launched in February. And then I don't think I saw Tegan in person until her birthday in June. And we were like, we have so much to celebrate. Like we've launched a podcast. Our podcast hit maybe 10,000 listens. Tegan's birthday. It was your 25th birthday. I think like all of these things we were celebrating in June when it had all happened, at least the podcast stuff had all happened January, February, like six months before that. Like so nuts to think back on. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. And so that's what feels very different for me. And so there's some things that have changed within myself. And I'm like, I don't know if this is from the podcast, if this is from Mm. leaving lockdown, if this is like just what happens when you're in your 20s. Like, I don't know. I'm going through it. Just like all you listeners, we're trying to figure it out. So yeah, I, when we started recording, I was planning my wedding in quotes, my husband and I had eloped in my parents' backyard during the pandemic, but we still were doing our wedding like reception, I guess you'd call it. So that hadn't happened yet. I had recently moved. I used to live downtown Toronto in a little condo. I had moved to a house and renovated it. So I was still kind of figuring out that situation. I was working a different job than I'm working now. And so those are kind of like the big, obvious, visible changes. They're the changes mm-hmm. you'd see, like if you followed me on Instagram, say. Yeah. I think the things I wanted to highlight that maybe weren't as visible is that before I started the podcast compared to now, I did not prioritize self-care at all, like mm-hmm. at all. If I was like ranking things that are important to me, it would not have even been on the list. And it wasn't because I didn't think self-care was important. I just always was the person who was like, I don't have time for that. Maybe it was a little bit of like, I don't think I deserve that. Mm -hmm. But it was just like never something, which is funny because we talk about it a lot. I feel like this episode's going to get deep by the way, just based off of this already. (laughs) I love it so much. I don't know. Like before the podcast, I could count all the times I had journaled on one hand. Now I think I can call myself a journaler. And I 
do not think that that would have happened if we hadn't been talking about it weekly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I wasn't like, showing up every week being like, hey, Tag, what are your goals? Yeah. Hey, Tag, what are you journaling yeah. about? Here's some journal prompts. <laughs> exactly. Well, or it was almost like, oh, we'll do an episode about our goals. And it's like, okay, so I've got to come up with goals. Well, I might as well write them in this journal. Like my husband had yeah. gotten me a journal that January. So then it was like, okay. But then I like, it was almost like a backwards way where I was like, wait, I accidentally made myself a journaler, but I did. Yeah. I don't know. I also like it. would never set goals really like outside of if I was unemployed, I'd be like, I need a job if that counts, but never sort of like the structured goals like we talk about. And I often didn't really achieve those goals because it would be like, I want to get skinnier. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, what does that even mean? So I don't know. Again, this feels like a big change. And I feel like if you're a new listener, you might be like, what the heck? How do you have a whole podcast where you talk about this stuff and you weren't doing it? And it's like, I don't know. I just made it happen. Yeah. And Yeah. So I very much feel like I was like speaking things into existence and it's like, well, if I'm talking about journaling and I'm talking about self-care, I'm going to do it because I'm talking about how it feels good. And it's like I was convincing myself as much Mm -hmm. as I was convincing the audience. And yeah, I don't know. It's very strange. The other thing I think is that I talk about myself kindly on the podcast, obviously, because I think it would be really weird if I came on and then was just like tearing myself apart. (laughs) And but that's how I speak to myself mentally is not very kindly. But Mm -hmm. I think that that shift has made a big impact on my life. Whereas now it's like, I don't know. I believe and I achieve like now I journal, I do yoga, I set my goals, I achieve my goals and I see big improvements in my life compared to where I was. And I've built sort of confidence in, I don't know, myself and I'm happy to try new things and experiment and I'm open to more experiences like therapy, applying for new jobs that kind of stuff. And I found that my confidence has really grown, especially in work. Whereas before I was not confident in work at all. And I have been like diagnosed with PTSD related to workplace incidents. And it was just like a very traumatic part of my life, which is sad because Mm -hmm. it's such a big part of it. Whereas now I feel like with the podcast and with the fact that it's like, I've done this, like I've got a viral Mm -hmm. TikTok, I've got a podcast I've done for three years. Like, it's like, I have to believe in myself because the proof is right in front of me. So I think that that is the biggest change that I see in myself. I love that so much. And it is deep, but at the same time, it's so simple. And I've been seeing actually things around on TikTok, speaking of TikTok, but 
especially around the whole beginning of the year and people being mm-hmm. like, what the hell? Like I just started showing up. I know like the term that girl is a little like outdated at this point. I don't know if people still <laughs> use that term, but people yeah. showing up being like, what the hell? I implemented a that girl routine and it was actually making me feel better. And like people being yeah. like so pissed off that it was actually effective. And this isn't yeah. to say you need to show up and wake up at like five in the morning, go to Pilates, come home, chug your water, then make your matcha. And you know, this isn't what we're saying. And then shower with your Olaplex. Mm-hmm. Like, no, what the simple part of it is, if you take care of yourself, you will feel better. Like that's the gist of it. No matter what taking care of yourself looks like. And I feel tagged while you were talking, that's exactly what you were saying is like, once I started setting goals, all of a sudden I started feeling more accomplished. And like, I Mm -hmm. felt like I was actually doing something and working on something and I had something to be proud of and it's like also on the work front like maybe even talking about things like one of the things I took away from the podcast and why it's been so great for me is because it very much is like a therapeutic thing where when you talk about things and get them off your chest or just put them out to the universe you just feel so much lighter but you also kind of think about it a little bit differently once you've like heard it rather than just thought Mm it. So I don't know. I feel like your experience is exactly what I'm hoping our listeners can say for themselves as well. And maybe not to the same extent, because like you said, you're showing up every week, like writing notes. So it's like, okay, today we're setting goals. Mm -hmm. So it like forces you to, but I just think And I don't want to be like coming across tooting our own horn at all, but I just feel like if people are actually doing the things that we put in the podcast episodes, like all of the advice, all Mm -hmm. of the tips, all of the action items we give you guys almost as homework, I hope you're feeling the same way as Tagged and I hope you're feeling empowered Mm -hmm. to actually live this dream life. You know, it's not just a dream. It can be a reality if you show up and actually do the work. Yeah, 100%. So Sadie, how would you say that you've changed from the start of the podcast to now? Yeah, so it is hard. And you said the exact same thing. Like, I feel like my who I am over the last two years, it's been rocky. And it's because of the pandemic which is just so happens to coincide with the time we launched this podcast. So it's like so Mm -hmm. hard to say why and what has made me go through the motions the past two years. I've said this before. I think it was at the end of season one, I guess, going into season two, or I guess our season like 2021 year in review. I was like 2021 was literally the hardest year of my recent memory, like definitely the hardest year Mm -hmm. of my 20s. And it was because I spent so much time alone and a lot of time just, well, I really like, I don't know if pride it is a word. I really took pride in who I was when I was connected to my pre-pandemic life, like who I was in the routines I had set in the systems I had built for myself. And, you know, it was very much go to work, go out with friends, be social, dinner and drinks, Mm -hmm. come home. Like I was just very focused on that and very proud of those routines and systems I'd built for myself. So Mm -hmm. when all that was taken away through the pandemic, 
I lost sight of myself. I was like, what the heck? Who am I when I'm not in those routines and systems anymore? So I really felt disconnected from myself. And I also suffered really low confidence. And like, Mm -hmm. I feel it was really the first time I had, and I'm still kind of recovering from or like trying to rebuild the narrative around certain insecurities that I had. Like I had really bad body image, really bad like Mm -hmm. skin stuff. You guys should hear me show up on this podcast every week, talk about how much my skin sucks. It still sucks. I'm still dealing with it. But this was kind of in these last two years, this is the kind of stuff I've been dealing with internally and like behind the scenes, I guess. So showing Mm -hmm. up on the podcast has been hard, especially through season one. I feel I made a lot of strides last year through 2022, but through 2021, it was hard to show up on the podcast and be like, this is how you live your best life. Because behind the scenes, I was not living my best life. And I put so much pressure on myself to like, girl, you know what to do. Like you're showing up on this podcast and you're telling everyone how to live their best life people are telling you it's working or, you know, people are having a great experience, yet you can't even turn the ship around for yourself. So Mm -hmm. it was really tough on me. And I'm not saying the podcast was like a bad thing at all. It was just like probably things that you guys didn't know I was going through behind the scenes. And I think what was so great though, is we made a lot of connections through guests on the podcast And like I met Taddy who gave me a birth chart reading and I know we just had her on the podcast a few weeks ago at this point, I guess. And she was talking about astrology for 2023 and I mentioned how she did my birth chart reading and it was just such a great experience, like extremely Mm -hmm. validating. And I feel like if we didn't have the podcast, I wouldn't have met her and I wouldn't have had Mm -hmm. that experience of a birth chart reading. And she pulls some tarot cards, even on her Instagram story, she'll pull tarot cards for people who like DM her. And even when she does that for me, it's extremely accurate. But I feel like that experience was so validating and kind of pointed me back to myself again, if you will. Mm -hmm. And we also met Sarah. Um, She was a personal trainer who came on the podcast. I think that was season one. These were like some Mm -hmm. of our first ever guests on the podcast actually, but I then hired Sarah and she was my personal trainer. We did a program in 2021 and then through 2022, I worked with her for the majority of the year. And it was Mm -hmm. like, again, that's somebody I probably wouldn't have met if it wasn't for the podcast. So I feel like Tag, you were like, showing up on the podcast, setting goals, journaling, like that was really helpful for me and held me accountable. But for me, Mm -hmm. I really use the podcast as a like way to find actual tools and like resources to get myself back on track when I was feeling really low or ways to kind of like level up in a way. Because 2021 was my year of leveling up, which kind of backfired on me (laughs) and had these (laughs) negative side effects I was just talking about. But then I kind of like figured out how to get myself back on track or how to level up in a better way with the help of people we met through the podcast. And even outside of those guests that I like personally hired and like paid for some of their services, I think even just chatting with some of our guests has been 
extremely helpful for me and helped me like process things I was going through in my own life. Like we had Sarah Vermont on the podcast. She was talking all about starting your career, a little bit about like mm-hmm. kind of pivoting your career. The biggest takeaway from that episode for me was it's okay to just have a just for now job, like to not yeah. love your job every day and you know, for yeah. it to be the end all be all, like it's okay to just kind of go through the motions and live in the moment and just figure figure it out. So that came at a perfect time for me. We also had Barry and Barry on the podcast and I was like a huge fan of her. This is so nerdy, but she talked all about understanding (laughs) your menstrual cycle. And that's been Mm -hmm. a big thing in my twenties is just understanding my body, especially as I get older and, you know, things like that. So just talking with these guests was extremely interesting and like I think really helped me on my personal growth journey but again Mm. I know that was all deep and dark but I think especially last year as I embarked on like a mental health journey and really try to turn things around for myself I'm feeling way better and I feel like that kind of shows in me showing up in the podcast and I feel a little bit more genuine and less imposter syndrome with all the episodes Mm -hmm. we've had coming out lately like I'm believe in this stuff. I'm practicing this stuff. It's working for me and I know it'll work for you, but I'm also learning to take that pressure off myself and I'm learning to set aside my perfectionism and set aside what I think other people expect from me because that was a big thing was coming, Mm -hmm. starting this podcast and coming on. I was like, people expect me to be a goal setter. People expect me to be a journaler because this is who I am and like what I've been preaching to people But when I was going through that little bit of identity crisis, it didn't feel super genuine to me, but I felt pressure to Mm -hmm. still be that person. So I'm learning just to accept myself for who I am in the day. And I think the podcast has really helped me with that. And going back to the whole perfectionism thing too, I feel like I've had so many business ideas and side hustle ideas over the years and none of them have actually turned into anything and like I'm talking Mm -hmm. even actually back in college I had a blog that was maybe it's may.com because my nickname (laughs) for my parents is may and it was just like something I was so excited about but I did it for three months and then it fell off and then Instagram Mm -hmm. came around and I was like oh yeah I'm gonna start like a you know fashion influencer not an influencer that wasn't really a term at the time but like a fashion Instagram blogger account and then I would do that for a month and then I would never post again then you know like there was always something coming up where I was like oh yeah I'm really excited to do this but I really think my perfectionism stood in the way because I'm someone even with the podcast I'm like do you want to rebrand like let's rebrand or let's not do this or let's not reach out to whoever Mm -hmm. because we're not big enough and then we reach out to that guest and they're like yeah I'd love to be on the podcast and it happens so I feel like yeah this has been a great learning experience and all of that. So there's been a lot of upsides, despite me just saying how there was also some downsides that I was struggling with at the same time as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. I think realistically, like any, if you look at any two or three years of your life, it's like, it's going to be defined by a lot of ups and downs. It's just interesting to view it through the lens of this podcast where obviously we like to keep it positive. We, you know, 
Yeah. I don't know. We don't always get to talk about what's really happening in our lives because it's like, do we want to bring down the vibe of the group to just like complain that our work sucks this week? Like, no, but that's kind of the reality, I think, especially during your 20s. Totally. And I think, too, we were just saying, which might be a good segue into the next half of the episode, but so much can happen in a year. Like, that's the biggest thing I've learned probably from the pandemic. And obviously, just the last two years in general, I guess, it's like first a pandemic, then something else, then something else. And it's like so much can change in a year. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think that we are at least in a better place now, hopefully, than we were. Well, maybe I'll pose it as a question. Do you feel like you're in a better place now than you were in February 2021? For me, absolutely. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. (laughs) Yeah. Great. Well, I think the next part of this, like, get-to-know-us life chat kind of episode is... We're going to talk about our toxic traits. I love this. I feel like it's always fun to like you guys to get to know us for things that we wouldn't otherwise really get to share. You know what I mean? Like even yeah. last year we did like our hot takes get to in the get to know us episode. The year before that, like season one, we did would you rather. And I just feel it's like a little mm-hmm. bit more fun. But I also always take the lens of if my sister's listening, if my mom's listening, I want to try to get something out there that even they wouldn't know about me. But it is it is a challenge. So we'll see. We'll see if we get them, if I get them today. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who Do you want to start? Should we go back and forth with our talk? Sure. Yes, sounds good. So mine are like kind of silly, but they're very accurate for me and things that annoy me about myself. Okay, so Mm -hmm. the first one is very specific, but I'm also hoping you guys can relate. And it is that I wait for my food to go bad in the fridge before I throw it out. So I won't eat the frit or I won't eat the food because I'm like, it'll be bad soon. So I'm not going to eat it, but I won't throw it out either yet. Or I won't throw it out yet either because it's not bad yet. So I just let it grow mold in the fridge. And once it grows mold, I'm like, okay, now I can throw it out. (laughs) Like it's so stupid and annoying. I don't know why I'm like that, but that's probably my number one toxic trait. I get it. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, the first toxic trait that came to my mind, I think is maybe rooted in me being a Gemini, but like Mm. I am a shit talker in my core. Like (laughs) my husband and I, we just will. And it's never like, I don't know, mean or like it's never for anything other than like for us to entertain ourselves but Mm -hmm. I we just like love chatting about other people like we chat (laughs) more about other people than like ourselves and we just like love we love going on double dates and then being like so they said this what's that mean what's going like I don't know I feel like I just love 
shit talking. And like the best is when there's like a mutual friend, someone we went to like university with, haven't seen in five years. They're like getting divorced. We're like, oh my God, did you see? Like it's nothing to do with our lives. We don't know this person. Like (laughs) that is the best. And I was at like dinner with all of my coworkers. Our boss took us to dinner and she asked who's really good at keeping a secret and everyone was like I never share secrets if you ask me it's a secret I will take it to my grave and I was like well I tell Tyrell everything and they all looked at me like I was a horrible horrible person but I was like I always thought the understanding was like if you told me something I will not tell anyone else but I will tell Tyrell and we will like discuss and break this down (laughs) so I don't know. That was like a very strange experience for me because I was like, I don't know. And I was like, it's never anything bad. Like maybe if it was like, I'm dying, don't tell Tyrell, I wouldn't tell him or, you know, like I would ruin someone's proposal or announce someone's pregnancy. But it's like the little stuff that has nothing to do with me. I love that to my core. We're just like two little old ladies chatting about like the neighborhood (laughs) or something. But yeah, that's like my most toxic trait. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I can tell you grew up in a small town, but maybe even that's yeah. not even true. Like, maybe that's because I feel like there's like, it's not even like gossip. Like, I wouldn't say yeah. you're a gossip, you know? Like, no, because it's never to anyone else or it's not like I'm not trying to use like facts as currency or anything. Yeah. It's just like. You're just, I just chatted out. That's so funny. I'm a chatter. Remind me to never go on a double date with you guys. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we can debrief you afterwards as well. Yeah. (laughs) You can be like, so what what? did you think? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, let's just shit talk on the date. You know, let's just all four of us (laughs) get it out of our system. Exactly. so funny. the thing is too like I know it's toxic like I'm like yeah. why like why am I talking about these other people this doesn't even matter but then at the same time we're like so entertained like if we go on vacation with other people when we're going to bed we're like okay let's talk about what just happened today <laughs> at like break that we need our own podcast where we yeah. just like break down the, the like nothing happenings in our day-to-day we can like change people's names or something and I don't know. That's we entertain so ourselves, so that's probably the most important part. Yeah. Love it. And I like the self-awareness. You're like, I know it's yeah. toxic, but this is who I am. So Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. funny. Okay. I think the second one on my list, this one, it's hard to explain, but I think I set myself up well going through how alone time was such a like hard part of the pandemic for me. But my tox- mm-hmm. second toxic trait is thinking I can't have enough alone time because I'm an introvert. So this is a toxic trait because I will go a week without making plans and I'll be like, oh my gosh, this is going to be such a great week. I'm just going to be, you know, wake up, do my work log off work, do yoga, cook dinner, watch YouTube. Like that is my dream day. It's Mm going to be so relaxing, self-care to the max. But then by the end of that week, when I go like a full week without seeing people, without hardly leaving my house, you know, (laughs) being a total hermit, 
I'm so moody and so sad and so down in the dumps and it's not good. But then I'll, this is the second half of the toxic trait is then I'll go be like, okay, that was too much alone time. Next week, I'm going to book a whole bunch of things in my week so that doesn't happen again. Mm -hmm. But then by the end of the week, after I've had plans every single night the following week, I'm exhausted. And then Mm -hmm. the cycle starts all over again because I'm exhausted. I'll do absolutely nothing, make no plans. Then by the end of that week, I'm moody. Like it's just a literal toxic cycle of no balance between being social and being an introvert. And I'm still trying to figure it out, but Mm-hmm. that's my second toxic trait yeah I find that that's probably relatable like at least I find for me it's like weekends I'll have one weekend where I do nothing and I'm like that was so great a weekend yeah. where I did nothing the best but then if I have too many weekends like that I'm like what is wrong with me I'm not yeah. taking you, full advantage yes and yeah. I'll go through phases where I'm like I don't have any friends like I have yeah. nobody to even make plans with and it's like that yeah. is so false because as soon as I start making plans or like start reaching out to people all of a sudden I'm super busy like but yeah. when you go through a lot of it yeah you're just like nobody likes me I don't have any friends and what who yeah. am I what's the point I'm wasting my 20s away <laughs> oh yeah, yeah it gets toxic quick exactly yeah I think my next toxic trait is that I am just like crazy hard on myself and Mm. I'm interpreting this as like true toxic (laughs) energy but yeah I'm just really hard on myself and about things that I know don't matter say Mm. this podcast when I'm editing it if something's going wrong I am having a mental breakdown I am crying I am freaking out. Tyrell has to come in and like help me. And it's like, is anyone going to care if an episode has ums in it? Right. I'm going to guess no. But do I care? And will I send myself into an anxiety attack about it? Yes, because I'm crazy. Absolutely. (laughs) And so it's just like little stupid stuff like that. And it's, I don't know. I'm a big overthinker. So I think that's the problem yeah. where it's like, well, yeah. maybe people won't care, but maybe Sadie will listen. And then she'll be like, well, this episode sounds different. Do I know logically that's not going to happen? Yes. Could I ask Sadie? Sadie, would you care if this episode had ums in it? I know what you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> and yet <laughs> that's just not how my brain works. So jeez, oh, yeah, that is yeah a big toxic energy in my life. Yeah, I think just the whole concept of overthinking, that's a slippery slope where it's like if you yeah. overthink one thing, then it's easy to overthink everything. And then you just spiral yeah. into anxiety attacks over it all. I get that 100%. Yeah. My last one is this one. Okay. I think it's also relatable, but my <laughs> last toxic trait that came to mind is that I – Don't often run late, but when I do, it's because I was taking an outfit photo before I left the house. (laughs) Mm. And guys, when I tell you, I'll be like, 
oh no, it's just going to be like a quick, you know, I'm already ready. You know, I have the outfit on, I have my hair, my makeup done. Like those are the days I'm taking the outfit photos and I'm like, it'll just Mm -hmm. be a quick snapshot. I won't be late because of this. Oh no, it takes me literally like 10 solid minutes, 20 different tries to get the right angle, the right, I don't know how close I am to my mirror because they're always mirror pictures Mm -hmm. like right in my entryway right before I'm leaving the house. But if I'm ever late, it's that is the reason why. It is not because the TTC was down. <laughs> it's not, you know, because of a legit reason. Yeah. It's because I was taking an outfit pick and it it never goes as smoothly as I think it will. Yeah, I love that. I think my last toxic trait is that I am a very lazy person. And I think like I do a lot of things, but I do them because I just think I have to. If I was, Mm. you know, didn't have a job, I feel like I would lay in bed for like 12 hours a day. I would watch like three movies a day. I would just Uber Eats all my food. Like if I had unlimited money, I don't even think I'd move my body because I am just fueled by lounging around. Yeah. Well, again, that's okay. Self-awareness, man. Yeah. 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 I don't do it because I know that that would be bad but I feel like there's I don't know a narrative around like if you just get up and move like you'll feel better I'm always like "Mm, it might have felt better to just lay in bed like (laughs) they're like waking up early having the time before your day I'm like "Mm, I don't know laying in bed and watching TikTok feels pretty good so Yeah. yeah I am a proud lazy person That's funny. I love it. Well, I feel like I learned a little bit about you. Hopefully you learned a little bit about me. (laughs) Hopefully the listeners learned about both of us. And now people are going to be thinking all day to themselves, what is my toxic trait? Or maybe you already have them like lined up. I feel the idea. Yeah. I don't know. This is just how we think about things now. (laughs) (laughs) The last thing we thought could be another good way to get to know us is just sharing some of our life goals with you guys. And I know we talk about goal setting a lot. And I know in the first episode we ever did, we talked about our goals for the podcast. We talked a little bit about that today as well. But I think this is more outside of our monthly goals. You know, what are some dreams we Mm -hmm. have for our life on the larger scale? Things we've always envisioned for ourselves that maybe we're slowly working towards, that sort of thing. I think the first one and probably the biggest one on my list is that I've always had the dream of owning my own business. And Mm -hmm. I don't know what that business is. Like when I was a kid, I wanted to be a fashion designer. Then I wanted to be a singer. And I was like, in both (laughs) cases, the show revolves around me, you know? (laughs) I'm going to own the business. I'm going to hire the band, whatever. Maybe that's not how being a singer works, but in my head, that felt like (laughs) owning my own business. But I've always just had the dream of being a little entrepreneur. I always like, I had my websites I'd set up and I was like, I'm going to own like a marketing agency. I've thought about so many different things. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, to this day, I still don't know what that business will look like, but it is a goal of mine to own my own business, mainly because 
I have big boss energy. Like, <laughs> I don't want to have a boss. I want to be the boss, yeah. which I don't think surprises yeah. anybody here. And I just get very specific about, like, work stuff and my vision. And it drives me nuts when my ideas get turned down or whatever. So I'm like, yeah. it would just be so much easier to have my own business. But I don't know what it is. So that's <laughs> number one. And actually, fun fact on this, because I do feel like I often am sharing my goals and the goals I achieve especially, but mm -hmm. I set a lot of goals for by the time I'm 25. So this is like when I was in college, early 20s right. and being like, by the time I'm 25, I want to live on my own. That was one of them. But one mm -hmm. of them was by the time I'm 25, I want to be self-employed, like completely self-employed, maybe mm -hmm. not my own business, like in a big way, but I essentially wanted to like be freelancing, doing my own thing, not a corporate girly anymore. And of course, mm -hmm. it, that coincided with the pandemic. And I'm very happy that didn't work out that way. But that was a goal. So I for a while, I felt like a failure for not achieving that goal by the time I was 25. But now I'm like, no, like even we've talked about this on the podcast before, like, it's never too late to do something, you know, so I'm like, yeah, if I don't own my own business until I'm 40, or maybe even in my 50s, once I have 30 years mm -hmm. of corporate experience, and then I launch my own business, like, that's totally yeah. fine. You know, this can still be a goal, even if I feel like I'm, this is going to sound stupid, but even if it feels like I'm late on getting started on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah. So my first kind of goal that came to mind is in the next five years, I would like to own a home. And I'm not sure what that yeah. looks like, if it's a townhouse or if it's an apartment. All I know is that it like must have three bedrooms. So that's what I'm working with. And yeah, yeah my husband's completely aligned with this goal and he like wants it to be sooner than that. But I just don't know if Toronto real estate, if that's a reasonable expectation. But that's, I think... My number one, just to have our own space and to create something and to feel like, I don't know, we have an investment that we are mm -hmm. building together, that kind yeah. of thing. I love that. This is also kind of on my list. I don't know, though, if I care to own it just because, I don't know. That yeah. feels so out of reach for me, but I also don't want to write yeah. it off. Same for owning my mm -hmm. own business. But on the townhouse piece, that is my next move. Like when I leave this apartment that I've been in for, I forget how long, six, seven years now, my next move mm -hmm. will be to a townhouse. That is for sure. If I'm living there by myself, if I'm living there with a like future partner, I don't know yet. I don't know if I own it, if I'm renting, but I will live in mm -hmm. a townhouse. That's, that's... <laughs> the vision and my goal. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Yeah. The next thing on my list, which is also kind of like, maybe this is going to happen. Maybe it's not, I'm not writing it off. Maybe have a baby. I don't yeah. know. Cause I feel like I'd like to have a baby, but I feel like we wouldn't want to have a baby unless we could financially give the baby a good life. Yeah. And so that is kind of, I think, the key piece. And so maybe that's not going to happen with the state of the world. And so I think we're yeah. fine with that. But I don't know. Maybe yeah, in like five years on 
our golden 30s, I'll be like, remember when I said maybe I'll have a baby and now I've got five kids and I live in a giant <laughs> house? I don't know. Yeah. I hope so, man. I hope that's your future. <laughs> yeah. I, that great. would surprise me, but <laughs> yeah, you maybe never five, know. five babies. You're like, maybe have yeah, a too baby. Far. And now we're like, five. Yeah. <laughs> five. <laughs> yeah. It is tough. And I feel like we could actually, I feel, have a whole episode on it because mm-hmm. there's, I feel it's just also like gen- different generational thinking around having kids, yeah. but also a lot of, anxieties that are like I think what you said about financial anxiety and having kids like Mm -hmm. that's one of the number one reasons why people aren't having kids now and I just find that so interesting so maybe we'll do a deep dive in this in a future episode but I think what you're feeling is totally relatable yeah for sure Having a baby is not on my list. That's not a life goal of mine. <laughs> However, I have some like really weird things on mine. I can maybe like go through them pretty quick, but just like learning a few things. So learning to snowboard, for some reason, I've always wanted to learn how to snowboard. And I'll actually tell mm. you why I think growing up, I'm pretty sure my backyard neighbor snowboarded and I was like, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. She might've only snowboarded once, but to me, I was like, she does this all the time and that's so cool. And then I learned Avril Lavigne snowboarded and I was like, damn, like I'm going to be a singer and I'm going to snowboard and I'm going to be the next Avril Lavigne. (laughs) Mm. So that's probably what inspired that thought. But I've always wanted to, and I always have thought of going on like really luxurious like ski trips and going to, you know, really fancy places where I could snowboard. So this has always been a vision for me. And then, sorry, all of my goals have like backstories to them, but (laughs) I totally forgot about snowboarding. Okay. And then just earlier this year, like before Christmas, I guess actually, so end of 2022, Somehow we were talking, I went out with my sister and her friends and they were talking about snowboarding. And I was like, oh my God, I forgot I wanted to learn this. Like, this is a late goal of mine. I forgot all about it. And just they, I think they were talking about snowboarding. They're like, if we invited you, would you come? And I was like, this needs to be back on my radar. Like, I want to go snowboarding. So that's on my list. I also want to learn about coffee and wine. And this is kind of like ambiguous and broad, but that's been a big goal of mine in the past, I want to say two years, like taking a course on both of these things, actually knowing what to like look for in wines and be that friend at like a party that like at a dinner party and I just know the wine, I know what wine to serve with what food, Mm. like that's who I envision my future self being as well as just knowing about the coffee industry a little bit more. I just want to be that snob, you know? So (laughs) that's a life goal of mine to become that girl. (laughs) Love it. I did take one snowboarding lesson once and it went very, very badly. I will say. Yeah. As a warning. I'm, I'm terrified. I've skied before, but this is different and I'm terrified. Yeah. But I also think there's got to be a time where I face my fears yeah, <laughs> to live out my it. dreams, you know? <laughs> yeah. See, I think my problem is that I'm a good skier and it's just like, 
a different thing. And so the whole yeah. time I was just like, if I was on skis right now, I'd be flying down this hill. And so yeah, I only did it once. And then I was like, I'm a skier through and through. That's funny. I would definitely not consider myself a skier. So I think there's a chance for me to be a snowboarder. <laughs> yes, definitely then. Yeah. The next thing on my list is just to travel more. This is something like every year my husband and I talk about like our yearly goals and he always says like, I want to travel more. And so we're, you know, working on that traveling to different places, but I really want to go to Cuba because I went to Cuba in, I think 2013 maybe. And my husband's never been. And I just like romanticize it so much because it was just like such a nice vacation. And it was like the I downloaded all these Lana Del Rey songs. It was the first time I listened to her. And so now I'm just like Cuba's just like this perfect Lana Del Rey paradise in my mind. <laughs> and I don't know. It's just a very interesting place. I am very passionate about traveling to tropical locations because I need warmth. But... Yeah as much as Cuba's like tropical and realistically we'd stay on a resort, it still has just like very interesting history and architecture. So it's kind of not just like we're chilling in an all-inclusive resort kind of vibe. So that mm. is like the number one place on my list, but in general, just to travel more. I love that. I have travel on my list as well. And this, I want to travel as much as I can in my lifetime, but to try to like frame it as a goal a while ago, like probably last year, I guess I was like, how many countries do I think I could realistically hit by the time I turned 30? And mm -hmm. I thought 10 is a good number. Like right now I've been to seven countries. One of them is a bit of a stretch, like where I didn't, I didn't leave the airport, but I stayed in like their airport hotel overnight. So I feel like I still mm -hmm. spent a significant amount of time there, but not as significant, but more significant than just a layover. But mm -hmm. so I'm between like six and seven that I've been to. So I'd only need to go to like three or four more in the next three years. So I'm like, that sounds realistic. And then yeah. just up from there and kind of along the same lines as travel, but not quite is I've always wanted to do a yoga retreat and mm -hmm. somewhere really exotic and cool, like Costa Rica or I don't know if I'd go to India but maybe like mm -hmm. something different and do a full-on yoga retreat and I would love to do this with my mom so if you're listening mom this is a life Cute. goal for me is to do this <laughs> with you <laughs> specifically but those are often very expensive and I think it would be intimidating but I want to do it so yeah yeah I love that. I always get ads for yoga retreats. And I was like, yeah. this would be such an interesting vacation. Yeah. My yeah. last yoga studio did, I think, like three a year. Like they did a lot, but yeah. it was always just kind of like north of Toronto or out, I guess more like east of Toronto. And I was oh, okay. a, a few times I was kind of intrigued. Actually, no, that's a lie. Those were the ones I was seriously considering. They did go to some crazy places as well, now that I'm yeah. remembering. But I don't know. For some reason, I was like, no, I want to do this with people like I don't know yeah. and with my mom. <laughs> it was just a different vibe from what I had envisioned for myself. But who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. 
Well, and girl, you're more than welcome to come to Cuba with us and you can cross that country off your list. Thank you you so much. Yeah, no, I haven't. (laughs) Yeah. I thought you meant for a yoga retreat at first and I was like, sure, I'll come. Thanks. But no, just to add it to my list, done. Yeah. I don't know if they have yoga in Cuba. To be honest. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just want to know, like, sit around and shit talk with you and Tyrell. So I'm like, if I can go on vacation with you guys. (laughs) Yes. I'm there. That's what we are like. I don't know. We're like old ladies sitting by the pool. We both love like frozen cocktails. So it's like, bring us a pina colada (laughs) and we're going to talk about the people around the pool. That's very much our vibe in Cuba. So funny. Yeah. I think like the next sort of general goal is to continue to be healthier. And this is kind of a journey I've been working through in my 20s. So I'm like, okay, as we, you know, five years brings me into my 30s, I want to continue to sort of figure out what I like, keep doing my yoga, maybe get into Pilates. I don't Mm -hmm. know. So that's like not really a concrete goal, but just something I kind of envision for myself. I love that. I feel like that's how I started on my yoga journey was like, yeah, I want to be a yogi. Like that is what I picture for my future self. And then all of a sudden I just started going to yoga classes and it Mm -hmm. became part of my identity, you know, but you just have to have that vision for yourself. And then little by little, that's who you become. So I love that. One thing actually I forgot about, it's kind of along the tropical slash exotic travel destinations and adventurous like snowboarding but I forgot to add it to my list. It's um, to go zip lining. I've always wanted to go zip lining. And I had a trip to Vancouver planned for 2020 that obviously got canceled because of the pandemic, but mm-hmm. zip lining was on the itinerary for that. And I was so excited, but it didn't happen. So now I want to go zip lining and I want to do it somewhere crazy. Maybe I'll take a like day trip off my yoga retreat and go step lining. <laughs> like that's the vibe I want. I did have the opportunity at, in Bali to go zip lining. And what my friend was like, you should go, like you should do it, sign up, sign up. But I was extremely dehydrated and like delusional that day, like so unwell that I didn't think it was mm-hmm. a good idea. But that's the kind of vibe I want is to go zip lining yeah. over a jungle somewhere. Like I think that'd be so fun. Yeah. But That's on the list. And then my last thing, which is unrelated to anything adventurous and going back to the home (laughs) piece for a second. This is another thing that just came up like the past year or so, but I really want to finish decorating my apartment, which I don't know if you're ever finished decorating, but there's a few more things I want to do. And then I want to get featured on some sort of home blog YouTube channel, anything like that. So we're thinking like, if I'm dreaming big, I'm dreaming apartment therapy. (laughs) I want to be featured. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just love home design. I watch again with my mom, HGTV all the time. Like this is just what brings me so much joy. You guys know I have my style at home magazine that I love so much every month. And I'm just like, that is a life goal of mine is to get featured, probably not in a print magazine because I doubt Like, it's usually, like, NHL players and their wives. Like, those are the people getting featured. But I feel like something like apartment therapy, it's a little more in reach for everyday people like me. So that's a life goal of mine. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that is definitely achievable. Like, I feel like you could achieve that now. 
I don't know. Maybe. See, this is going back. Maybe this brings the whole episode or yeah, whole episode full circle. It's just, I'm such a perfectionist. So I'm like, I won't even apply or try until everything is perfect and exactly as I imagined it. But Mm. that obviously is a limiting belief and stands in the way of me living my best life sometimes. So maybe I could (laughs) just go for it. Who knows? Yeah, like I know a girl I used to work with who was featured on Apartment Therapy. I don't know that it was their YouTube channel or if it was like their digital yeah. blog was or it something. Was it Apartment Therapy or was it Sweet Digs? Because I remember I think it was Apartment me, Therapy, but maybe not. Was it? Yeah. Okay. You sent me somebody who was on Refinery29 Sweet Digs and I became obsessed with Sweet Digs and they just launched in Canada a few years ago when you sent me this. So that's my... Maybe that was it. Yeah. That's my first goal. I feel like that's achievable. Apartment therapy is the kind of stretch goal just because I feel it's like a bigger deal than Sweet Digs, but both, they're both on the list. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like and you maybe, could do it. Thanks, girl. Maybe a print magazine once I lock down a Marry super a hockey rich player. man. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> hockey player, investment yeah. banker. I'm really open to anything as long as he's got money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I feel like you can do it. Like people, when my wedding was like featured in like Today's Bride and whatever, People were like, how? How did you get it? And I was like, yeah, well, they got an apply true. button on their website. Like, that, people just don't apply. Yeah. They count themselves out. So that's that's exactly yeah. what I'm doing right now. It's a, Maybe that's I another toxic like trait of mine, actually. You count yourself out before you even enter the race. Exactly. My last goal is to try and come up with some type of passive income. And Mm. yeah, I feel like this is very trendy and I don't know. That's just like the vibe. Maybe it's something to do with this podcast. Maybe it's something else. Like I do have investments, which I think are considered passive income, but I'm like, I want, I don't know, something else, some, something that's making me money while I sleep. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like the podcast could be that. Like, Tegan and I are definitely yeah. exploring ways to monetize the podcast in this coming year. Yes. So if you hear ads starting to come in here, that's us making Tegan's goals and dreams come true. Okay, guys? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. I think that's smart. Awesome. Is that everything? I think so. Okay, cool. Well, we hope this episode was fun for you guys you got to get to know us a little bit more I think I said this last week but a new season does not mean anything's really gonna change we're gonna be (laughs) back next week talking about what we always talk about we'll continue to talk about journaling goal setting all the things we were chatting about today but we just wanted to thank you guys so much for listening in and supporting us over the past two years and we hope you are just as hyped for another year as we are I think we will post some Instagram stories just asking if you guys have any requests for this upcoming season, Mm -hmm. any guests you want to see, any topics you want us to cover. 
just what you want to see more of, even if it's maybe you want to see that Tegan and Tyrell segment come on the podcast where they just shit talk people. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> maybe you want more solo episodes. Like, I don't know, just ways that we can switch it up and keep things mm. fresh and exciting. Like, we want to know what you guys want to hear. So feel free to DM us. But like I said, also keep an eye out on Instagram where we will be asking. But that being said, you can find us on all the social channels. Uh, we're at our golden 20s. So that's Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, Facebook. I think that's it. Uh, we also have Spotify playlists to, you know, have a little soundtrack to live in your best life. And we're also on Patreon, which is the best way to support the podcast for as little as $2 a month. So thank you guys again for listening and we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye.